Blog Talk Radio.
now. All right, well, praise God. Welcome to another edition of Face to Face. This is Prayer International Radio. And I'll be your host tonight. My name is Chris Herzog. And Sean Holmberg will be out of the studio uh, tonight. Should be back tomorrow night. We'll see how that goes. And so we just want to open up a time. If you want prayer or you need some encouragement, if you'd like to join the show, feel free to call in. Our phone number is 619-638-8458. And, of course, if you want to email us or send requests or any comments to us, we're at prayerinternational at gmail.com. And, again, we are connecting out on Facebook and some of the different social media streams, MySpace and Twitter. Uh, we're starting to put some media out on our website, www.prayerinternational.org uh, via Ustream and YouTube. And, of course, we will be adding to that and uh, uploading daily devotionals and devotionals on prayer, different teachings and encouragements uh, on prayer. Anyways, so if you want to be a part of what we're doing, we are raising up a global watch a global prayer hedge for the nations of the world. We're also praying for Jerusalem and Israel. And, of course, we're praying for the United States and different states and different cities. Uh, We have a blog talk radio family. We just want to thank you for your participation and your listening and your uh, sharing with us and just letting us know what's going on. And, of course, we've got a Facebook family and different people that are reaching out to us through these different media knowledge to and thank you for just being our audience and being our prayer covering and joining with us for the cause of the gospel. And so tonight we are proclaiming Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior of the earth, Every knee will bow, every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. And that's one thing we do here at Prayer International, and I think Sean will tell you, we preach the cross of Christ. We believe in the blood of Jesus, and we declare the truth of the Word of God. We believe in the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. And so, again, you'll hear this over and over. We believe, the Bible says, if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? And you know, God's people perish for a lack of knowledge. You know, many times in our Christian experience, uh, we don't see, we fail to see the fruit, we fail to see the blessing, we fail to see the promises of God, really because we fail to uh, understand our identity, understand who we are, understand who he is, you know, he's our Heavenly Father, and we're children of the Most High God. The Bible says that we're joint heirs with Jesus Christ, which means the inheritance that Christ has as the Son of God. He shares that inheritance with us as the children of God. And if you don't know who you are, and you don't know the plan, 
plan that God has laid out for you to apprehend and obtain the promises and the blessings and the things that he has chosen for you and your family. And your Christian walk will lack so much of its uh, fruitfulness and richness and and the things that the Lord has prepared for you. The Word of God says, No eye has seen, no ear has heard, it has not even entered into the heart of man, but God has prepared for those that love him. And, and if you love God tonight, the Lord has prepared some things for you. The Lord has chosen inheritance for you. The Lord has declared the patience of the earth to be your Let me tell you something, that you're not in tune, if you're not in line, if you're not in order with the kingdom of God, if the kingdom of God, the agenda of the kingdom, does not become your agenda, then it will be hard to stay focused, hard to stay on track, and really hard to get a hold, to lay hold of the promises. You know, I believe that in Christ we've been blessed with every spiritual blessing. That's the truth. But it takes seeking Christ, seeking Him and listening to Him lead us. See, even Abraham was led in the wilderness. Moses was led in the wilderness. Jesus was led by the Spirit through the wilderness. Even if you look at the book of Acts, after the Holy Spirit had been sent, or poured upon the people, the Holy Spirit's been in the earth since the earth was founded, since the earth was created. In fact, it's the Holy Spirit that created the earth. God spoke, and the Spirit moved upon the face of the deep. But when the Holy Spirit moved upon the believers at Pentecost and opened up that whole realm of experience, when it opened up that whole realm of experience, that never stopped. Some people say, oh, that's done away with now that we have the Bible. And God doesn't speak to people. And the Holy Spirit doesn't touch people. And God put healing people back with the apostles. That's not true. In fact, the Bible, the Bible that I read, the Holy Bible, says that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That he changes not. That he's not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. God is not slack concerning his promises. You may have a problem in your life, but I can guarantee you God does not. You may have a problem applying your faith or or trusting in God, but the Lord has no problem in preparing the promises of God, preparing blessed things for you. I think the problem is, is we have too much uh, 
lack of hearing God. You know, we spend our lives trying to figure out our deal and our plan, and we forget that God has a deal and God has a plan for us. And so our plan and our deal sells us short. And we spend our life blaming God. We spend our time blaming God when really we were the ones that failed to follow and lay hold of the blessing and get a hold of the things that God had for us. So I'm here to tell you that today. Look, do not despair. Don't faint. In due time you shall reap if you faint not. You don't have to be weary in well-doing anymore. You don't have to be weary. But be strengthened, be encouraged. Be strengthened with might in your inner man. Because God will lead you and guide you into the promises. He'll lead you and guide you into the seasons of your life. We just need to learn how to wait, spend time in his presence and develop the ability to hear his voice. And, you know, we think that listening to God takes place in a in just a posture of prayer. Or listening to God has to take place in an assembly or in a church situation or when we kick the worship music on. And it's not like that at all. See, prayer, communion with God, conversation with God, it's not necessarily something you do as much as it's someone you're with. It's it's being with God. God living in you and you living in him. It's being one with God. It's, It's being in a union with your heavenly Father, with the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Christ. And a lot of times, we sell ourselves short. We we compartmentalize God. We box him up. We we say, okay, God will take you out for two hours on Sunday and two hours on Wednesday. And if we're feeling real spiritual, maybe two more hours Sunday night. If we're good Christians, we'll pull him out for an hour every morning and do our hourly deal with God or for God or whatever it is. Don't get me wrong. Okay, we're all about connecting. We're all about the assembly of the believers. I think it's good if you go to church Wednesday, you know, Sunday, Sunday night, Friday night, Saturday night, that's that's fine. We're in church sometimes five days a week. Sometimes two. We don't make a legalism of it. You know, we believe in an assembly, small groups, corporate gatherings, corporate worship. But listen, there comes a time when you have to make sure you're not just honoring them with your lips. You're not just 
doing things to be seen before men. You're not just going through religious acts and religious ceremony. But make sure that your heart is continually towards the living God. If you can't do it at home when no one's looking, if you can't pray to God at home when nobody's watching you, then don't do it at church when everybody is. If you can't pray and have the same faith in the grocery store or at your neighbor's house or at the, in the hospital room as you do at the altar when, when the music's playing and everybody's shouting hallelujah at the right time. Well, that's not Christianity. That's not even faith. Sometimes going to church is part of it. It's what we use to encourage and inspire our faith, and it's what we use to educate our people in Christianity, Christian education. We're training them up in the house of God through the study of the word and through corporate worship, and that's great. That's just a little piece of it. And if that's all your Christianity is, you need to stop and reevaluate. Do you serve the living God? And is he real to you Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday? 24-7. When you rise up and when you go to sleep, or if you're in your sleep, is he the one that's brooding over you? Is he the one that you acknowledge and, and pledge your allegiance to? Is he the one that is the master and the lord of your destiny? Or is he just God a couple days a week? Or when when you want to turn on the Christian program, all of a sudden it's time to shift gears and let's act spiritual. Or don't you realize that everywhere you go, everything that you're doing, everyone you're engaged in conversation with, if you're a Christian, if you're a believer, if Christ be in you, if the Holy Spirit lives in you, God is going with you everywhere that you go. God is wanting to engage in conversation and in experience and encounter with you and the people around you everywhere that you go. Your Christianity has to be more than a meeting or a Bible study. Because even religious people have that. People that are void of the Spirit of God completely. People that don't even claim the name of God gather publicly in worship. People that don't even name the name of Jesus study religious texts and even study the Old and New Testament. Jesus went to the Pharisees and he said, look, you guys are so busy studying the Bible because you search the scriptures because you think in the scriptures they have life. You think in the scriptures you're going to find eternal life. But Jesus said, it's me that they testify of. It was Jesus that the scriptures, the Old Testament, was pointing to Christ. And every book of the Old Testament, from Genesis to Malachi, pointing to Christ. Every book of the New Testament, from Matthew 
to Revelation is pointing to Christ. And even Jesus said to the religious bigots of the day, the Pharisees, the ones that looked like they had it all together and could quote the Bible probably better than most. It's him that the scriptures are testifying of. And it's him. He's the way, the truth, and the life. Eternal life is to know the Father. The kingdom of God is within you if you are born again. If the Holy Spirit lives in you, the kingdom is within you. And everywhere that you go, you carry. You're a carrier of that kingdom. You're a carrier of the glory of God. You're a carrier of the Holy Spirit. You're God's representative, his ambassador in the earth. Well, it's very important you understand who you are and what's really taking place when you become a Christian, when you become born again, when you become part of God's kingdom, when you get adopted in as a son or daughter of the Most High God. You are restored with authority. You're restored with the character and the giftings and the fruits of the Spirit of God. There's a dunamis power that that becomes quickened and alive on the inside of you. The Bible says, he who is in you is greater than he that is in the world. And if God, before you, no one can be against you. God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you could ask or think according to the power that works within you. And it's according to that power that works within you today. Ask him. Ask him for the Holy Spirit. Ask him for the reign of God. Ask him for his presence. Look. Realize who you are in Christ. Understand your identity. Understand your authority. That in Christ you're a child of the Most High God. You're a child of the Most High God. You're a saint. Yeah, you're a sinner saved by grace. But listen, God says all things are passed away. All things have become new. All things. You're adopted by God. You're adopted by God. You're God's elect. You're holy and beloved. You're righteous in Christ, Jesus. You you become God's temple. His spirit dwells in you. You're a citizen. You're an ambassador of heaven. That means your citizenship. You become an alien to the world, and you become a citizen to the kingdom of God. God says you become the light of the world, the salt of the earth. 
you are the one as a Christian. You're supposed to be flavoring and influencing and being the influence to everyone and everything around you. If you're born of God, the evil one cannot touch you. You're hidden in Christ. You're chosen by God and redeemed and forgiven by the power of the blood of Jesus. God says, look, you're, you're a chosen special treasure. You're the elect of God. You're the apple of his eye. To realize who you are. Remind yourself who you are in him. Begin to build your faith, build your trust. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. But you need to begin to see the way God sees things. God calls things that are not as though they were. He, faith is substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things that you haven't seen yet. It's something that you, you can see on the other side. You can see it with the eyes of faith. You can see it on the inside, but you haven't seen it manifested on the outside yet. But that's how faith works. If you can see it, and you can say it, then you can have it. You need to begin to speak the things of God. Begin to get a confidence and a trust in God. Be confident God's able to perform everything that he's promised. And all his promises are yes and amen. Right. Well, he said, he can do exceedingly abundantly above all that you could ever ask or think. But it's according to the power that works in you. How much power is working in you? Is the Holy Spirit at work in you? Is the power of the word of God at work in you? Do you come in? to the glory of God, to the presence of God, you come into God access by the blood of Jesus and allow that power of the blood. There's power in the blood still. That blood is still speaking. Look, we're talking about the power of God. If you need the power of God in your life, go to the phone. 619-638-8458. We're about to go into a time of worship. Allow the Holy Spirit to take this word and mull it over in your heart. We'll get into some teaching. We're not even in our teaching portion yet. We're just, I guess, in the rambling portion of the show. So look, this is Trans International Radio. The Holy Spirit is drawing you. If God is speaking to your heart tonight. You've got some things on your heart to pray about, needs of prayer, needs some help. We're going to be taking some prayer requests, and later on in the show we're going to ask some specifics to the Lord. So we are sending our blessing out to you. We're sending our blessing out to you. To those of you that are listening to the broadcast, those of you that are listening live, maybe you're listening by archive or blog talk radio, God bless you tonight. I want to thank you. 
your prayers and support. We just want to be here for you as your family.
Praise God, we're back. And in addition of Prayer International Radio, this is Face to Face. My name is Chris Herzog, and I'll be your host for tonight. Sean Holmberg is out uh, tonight, but should be back tomorrow night. Uh, regular time from 10 to 12. We're usually both hosting, uh, but tonight I'll be doing this uh, by myself. Hopefully, we'll have some people call in tonight. Uh, maybe just share their hearts. We'll see how that goes. Of course, our prayer lines are open. If you have any prayer requests or comments, concerns, you can email us, prayerinternational at gmail.com, or you can give us a call at 619-638-8458. And so we are lifting up the name of Jesus tonight. We want to lift up a prayer for Jerusalem and for Israel. Also, we're praying for Japan, for the nation and for the nations around the world. And so right now we're going to lift up around the world with those that are praying night and day for the nation of Japan, those that are going through crisis, 
those that are loved ones, uh, have loved ones that are going through it, so they're going through an emotional crisis. As a father right now, we just pray for the nation of Japan. Father, we pray for those that are going through this crisis. Father, we pray for those, Lord God, that are going through this situation because of the tsunami and the earthquake and, and everything going on there. Father God, we pray, Lord, that you would just begin to heal this devastation. You begin to heal their land. That you would use this situation to turn the hearts of the men and women, the teenagers, back to you, Father. That you would use this, Lord God, for the gospel of Jesus Christ to go into that nation, Father. And we pray, Lord God, Father, that their hearts would be open, that their ears would be attentive, that you'd use it to break them open, make them desperate for you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We pray that the power of your Holy Spirit would go forth, drawing the hearts of men and women, drawing the lives of men and women and teenagers, children, to the knowledge of the glory of God, that they would have the knowledge of the gospel of Jesus Christ, that they would receive Christ as Savior, Christ as their healer, that the Holy Spirit would pour out miracles, healing signs and wonders in the earth, in the nation of Japan, that, Lord, you would use the missionaries and the men and women of God that are over there to bring relief and aid to the people of Japan. Lord, send finances, send food, send people to come build shelters and help uh, get the water out of the, all the mess and help to just fix with this flooding situation, Lord. Fix with the, just the adverse living conditions, Father. And we just pray, Lord God, your peace and your presence and your power be upon the people of the nation of Japan. Be with your people. Be with your Christians. Be with your believers that are over there right now, Father. Comfort them. Send your mighty angels. (laughs) And, Father, lift them up above. Lift them up above. Lift them up above in the name of Jesus. Their circumstances. And we just bless the nation of Japan. And Father, right now we pray. We join our faith with believers. We pray for Israel. We pray for Jerusalem. We pray that those that love you would prosper, that your peace would be within their walls, your prosperity would be upon them, your protection would be upon them, that you would send your mighty angels around the nation of Israel around Jerusalem, that you would raise up an end-time harvest there, Father, that your Holy Spirit would pour out over that people and healing and deliverance and freedom would come to that land. The Lord God, they would know you as their Father. They would know Christ as their Messiah. They would know the Holy Spirit as their Comforter. And we just pray peace and blessing be upon Israel and Jerusalem right now in Jesus' name. Father, we pray and we join our faith with believers around the nation right now for the United States. Father, we pray for the United States of America. We pray for our president, Barack Obama. We pray for the cabinet. We pray for the people involved in government. We pray, Father God, for the Democratic and Republican parties that are in office in the state of Texas and California and Nebraska, the different states that are represented, Kansas and Oklahoma. We pray for Arkansas. 
Pray for Timothy. Father, we pray, Lord God, for Boston, New Jersey. We pray for Massachusetts. We pray for Connecticut. Father, we pray for New Mexico. We pray for Arizona, Oregon, and Utah, and Nevada. Father, we have people from Washington State, from Canada. We bless them right now, Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, right now we just bless Lord God. Those that are in Florida, Georgia, Alabama, Louisiana, those that are in Missouri, we just bless you right now in the name of Jesus. Pour out your spirit, Father. Pour out your glory. Bring a nationwide harvest. Father, I know we have people in Tennessee that are joining us. We just speak a blessing. We just pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, for those, Lord, for the non-denominational, charismatic Pentecostal, the Baptists, the Methodists, the Presbyterians, Father, for those that are Catholic or Episcopal that are listening, that they would come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, they would be born again by the Spirit of God, receive Jesus as Savior by the blood of the Lamb and not by works of righteousness. As Father, they would receive the Holy Spirit into their lives, and they would receive you as provider and the source of every good thing in their life, Lord. That they would acknowledge you as their source of every good thing. We just speak a blessing, Father. We pray your kingdom come and your will be done over America, over these United States, Father, every state, for Hawaii, Puerto Rico, Alaska. Father, we just pray, Lord, God, touch by the power of your Spirit. Those that are listening, touch by the power of your Spirit. Those that are praying, touch those in churches all over our nation, all over the globe. Touch those in conferences all over our nation, all over the globe. Those that are praying with the National Day of Prayer and the World Day of Prayer and these different prayer movements that are taking place, Father, we just pray that you raise up an awareness of prayer, raise up an intercessory army, an end-time army, Father God, to bring in this end-time harvest. We just thank you, Father. We just give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor, Father. We declare your will be done, your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven, that you would give us daily bread, Father, that you lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. And, Father, we thank you that we're walking in a spirit of forgiveness and a right spirit towards people all the time, Father. And we thank you, Father, that we're going to walk with an attitude of gratitude, with the praises of God in our mouth. And we just give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise, Lord. Thank you, Father. Praise you, Jesus.
All right, well, praise God, we're back. And this is Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog. And we're coming up on the 11 o'clock hour. 11 minutes still. So, we are spending time in the presence of the Lord. You know, the Bible says how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell in unity. And you know, as we not only dwell in unity one with another, but really get in unity in line, in accord with, in one accord with the Holy Spirit. The Bible says, two are better than one, and a three-stranded cord is not easily broken. And as we lock up with the Holy Spirit and with Jesus, Bible says that if two or more are gathered and are in agreement, he's in our midst. And you know, if we are agreeing, we need to remember one thing. Even when you're praying by yourself, you're not really praying alone. The Bible says you have a great high priest. He's a faithful intercessor. He's seated at the right hand of the throne of God ever living to make intercessions for you on behalf of the saints. And if you're a saint, if you're in the beloved, if you are his today, he says, Father, I know who are mine, and I'm praying for those that you gave me, that they would be one like you and I are one. You see, Christ is praying for you that you would get it. Christ is praying for you that you would get in tune, get in line with the heart of the Father, get in line with the plan in the kingdom of God, and you would get a shepherd's agenda, a shepherd's heart, a kingdom agenda, if you would. You know, there's many motives, there's many agendas, there's many kingdoms that we could build, and I call these castles in the sand. If it's not built on the word of God, unless the Lord build the house, those that labor, labor in vain. If God doesn't build it, the minute he pulls one card out of the bottom of the deal, pulls one stone or one peg, it's like that Jenga game. If you ever played Jenga and you stack the little squares, the little wooden blocks together, and then you have to remove a block and stack it, remove it, you're not careful when you pull it, you move it, they all come crashing down. Well, listen. If you don't build things by the Spirit of God in accordance to the Word of God, in accordance with the will of God, then the chances are it's got a real good chance of coming and crashing down. And so when we build things, we want to make sure. The Bible says no man builds. A wise man, before he builds a tower, he considers the cost so that when he's in the middle of the deal, he doesn't stop and realize he's run out of men or run out of resources or run out of materials or run out of energy. Okay? But you consider the cost. You, You strategize. You come up with a game plan.
We need to consider, count the cost. We need to consider the consequences of what our actions sometimes bring as opposed to being willing and obedient, eating the good of the land. God said rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. Obedience is better than sacrifice. The hearken is better than the fat of rams. What is this saying? Look, it doesn't matter how much worship and how much money you can come drop in the bucket and how good you can sing or or how long you can sing or how eloquent your speech or your prayers can be. God says there's plenty that honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Hey, look, we're trying to get one major theme, this this intimate in the word, this face-to-face, this heart-to-heart, this intimacy with the Father theme. Listen, this is a real deal here. We're not talking about religion. We're not talking about legalistic works and bondage and and some godless structure that's void of the presence, void of the Spirit of God, we don't even encourage that. Look, if you're not in Christ, why would you go through the structure? Why would you go through the whole rigmarole if it's not producing a freedom and a liberty in your life? Why would you waste your time? If it's not producing the life of God on the inside of you, if it's not pointing you to the to the cross, if it's not revealing the character and the heart and the nature of the Father to you, then why would you waste your moments, waste your time, waste your breath, waste your finances, spend all that time going through the whole deal? Church is hard. Church people are rough. Just getting ready for church and having to go through the whole deal, man, it takes a lot of energy. So why would anybody do that unless they were committed to a God, committed to a cause, committed to something that they knew no matter what they went through in this life, that there was a payoff. There was a God on the other side of it with his arms wide open saying, well done, good and faithful servant. I'm going to reward you because you diligently sought me. And you came to me. When you came to me, you believed that I was who I said I was. And when you come to God, you've got to believe that he is. You've got to believe he is who he says he is. Take him at his word. Just to know thus saith the Lord. Well, praise God. So if you're listening tonight, get in the chat room, go to the phone, 619-638-8458. Looks like we've got a guest in. God bless you tonight. In the chat room Uh, If you need prayer Feel free to call in Feel free uh, To chat in 
feel free to get on to the website, www.prayerinternational.org. Of course, we want to hear your requests. We want to hear what's going on in your life. We have our chat room open for fellowship. We have our chat room open to just reach out and bless and touch the body of Christ. So, Feel free to get in there. Feel free to write in, call in, whatever you got going on. Of course, you can find us on Facebook, MySpace, Twitter, blogger.com, blogtalkradio.com, under Prayer International. You can look up Chris at Daily Devotions. We've got Daily Devotions. We've got Daily Messages by Sean Holmberg and Daily Devotions by Chris Herzog. Just check it out. You know, we want to make resources available to you. We want to help feed your spirit. We want to help build you up. The Bible says that we're supposed to be building each other up. You who are spiritual should restore such a one. So we always take that as being, you know, when just when a brother's overtaken in a fault. But even when somebody's not overtaken in a fault, we need to restore, we need to refresh, we need to pour water on them, we need to build up and encourage and exhort. Do you need encouragement tonight? Prayer International Radio, we want to be here for you. Our intercessors, you can call in. Of course, here in the next week or so, we will have a 1-800 number where you can call in 24-7. Get prayer, get whatever you need. And we will connect you. If we can't help you, we will point you to someone that can. We'll point you in the right direction. Or we can get you the help that you need. Praise God. Well, you know, the Bible says that we're to bear each other's burdens. And we're to be the body. You know, we're to, we're to be there for each other. And so that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to be here for you. If you like what we're saying, if you like what you're hearing, let us know. We're going to go ahead and shift gears. We're actually going to go into a song, and then we're going to get into a time of teaching. I know uh, we was just kind of skimming the surface tonight. So we're at Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog. I'll be your host for the next hour. And we are going into a time of worship. Sean Holmberg is out of the studio this evening. He'll be back tomorrow. So we just bless you tonight. We just thank you. Thank you. The Elijah Anointing. Malachi chapter 4, verse 5. Behold, I am going to send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and terrible day of the Lord. 
He will restore the hearts of the fathers to their children and the hearts of the children to their fathers, lest I come and strike the earth with a curse.
All right, praise God, we are back. This is Prayer International Radio. Of course, that was Power Encounters, just a little bit of spoken word, just confessing the word of God and declarations. You know, we believe in declaring and proclaiming the word of God. So, you know, many of you, maybe you were listening to that, wondering what that was all about. Maybe some of you were being pricked in your heart and touched in your heart and felt like that was some right-on stuff. And I'm not really sure where you're at with it, what your thought is. But we may go ahead and play that at the end of the show. But you know, there's a spirit of revival that's coming over the earth. You know, God promised in the last days I will pour out my spirit on all flesh, and your sons and daughters will prophesy. Let me tell you something. There are coming signs, wonders, and miracles in the earth that in these last days the Spirit of God is moving to and fro throughout the earth. He's looking for hearts that are fully His and is moving upon the hearts of men and women and children. He is speaking and declaring His purposes into the earth. His kingdom and His will be done, and His kingdom and His purpose come into the earth, and He is declaring. Sons and daughters are prophesying, and it doesn't stop with this generation. You know, God is calling forth this next generation to come forward as the sons and daughters to their generation to empower and equip and influence the the peers and the people in their circles of, of influence. There's pillars of culture. And God wants us to begin to rise up and be the head and not the tail. To be the the lender and not the borrower. To be the ones that bring the healing. To bring the ones to be the ones that are that are giving. And we'll go forward in a spirit of power and a spirit of might. We'll go forward in a spirit of benevolence. We'll go forward in the spirit of love, giving to one another as they have need. Breaking bread from house to house, meeting in the temple daily, and worshiping and praying, interceding and seeing signs and wonders and miracles take place. You know, I believe we're in a season, we're in a in a time where there's a fatherless generation. We're entering into the fields of the fatherless. And listen, God is calling men and women to come to him, God is calling men and women to have uh, a realization and, and realize who they are, to obtain and inherit their identity, and have an understanding of the purposes and the assignments of God for their lives. That only comes by revelation, it only comes by being intimately acquainted with him. It only comes by being in the word of God. And being in the spirit of God. God is pouring out his spirit. He is moving in the earth today. He is moving among men. He is moving among women. He is moving among youth and children today. Listen, the spirit of God is touching people.
listen, stop treating the Word of God as, as though it was just another book. Part of the reason we've got such a spiritual crisis and such a spiritual failure in our nation. Part of the reason our daily lives, uh, even as believers, that part of the reason why we're breaking down, why we've got so much adversity, why we have, uh, why it seems so easy for the enemy to throw a crisis at us, because we're depending on other people's prayers. We're always depending on other people's interpretation of the Word of God. got to be growth. There's got to be development in your life. Instead of walking out into the fullness and liberty of the riches of his grace, we get stunted. We get haunted in life. We forget the very first principle. Why is it that we forget His Word is a lamp to our feet? His light, His Word is a light to our path. Listen, if when you read the Word of God, the Scriptures condemn you and make you feel miserable. And you're not hiding the word in, in your heart. The word should be uplifting you and exhorting you. If you were in line with the word, then when you read the word, it wouldn't cut you to the heart so much. It wouldn't be such a hard thing. It'd be a joy instead of a misery. See, a lot of times the word's supposed to light up halfway, but it isn't that way to you. It might hurt and cut and bruise you. It makes you feel unworthy and unhappy. When it should be man and food for your soul. It should be the beginning of your faith life. It should be the thing that builds you up. Instead of living it and acting it, taking your word, we stay babes. We stay undeveloped in our spirit. We don't let our minds be renewed by the word of God. Until you start to mull over the Word of God in your mind. Until you, until you start to meditate on it and think about it and day and night. How's it going to become a part of you? How's your mind going to get renewed if you never start to practice it? Matthew seven twenty four. like I said, Jesus said the ones that hear the sayings and do them is the man that's founded on the rock. But he that hears the saying and does them not is the man that's on the sinking sand. We're always carnal in our thinking.
Why do we have to become such a spiritual liability? You know, it's funny. Why can't we start taking, you know, standing up as men and women of God and begin to stand up in the community, begin to stand up in the church, begin to stand up in our place of responsibility? Why do we have to become a burden to the church? Why can't we begin to study the Word of God? Why can't we begin to pray as individuals, pray as family? There's no growth. There's no change. There's no development in your life. When you look at the Word of God and you decorate your house with it and it and it gets more depth on it than you actually read it and get it inside of you. You wonder why you can't get your healing but you're not tapped into the life source of God. Why do you wait till there's a crisis and then start praying? Why don't you stay tapped into the life source of God so when the crisis comes, it can be dealt with immediately?
paint a picture and, and show you and reveal to you the character of the living God. Christianity is about the spoken word. It's about what the the word of God says about redemption. About the body of Christ or the new creation. We become Christ like in in the the measure of the word that prevails in us. I said it earlier, we God is in us to willing to do of his good pleasure. And he'll do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works within us. It's according to the measure of the word that prevails in your life. That's how much power is going to be working in you. The word is Christ revealed. The word is God present with us speaking. The living message of the loving Father of God. The word is now. His word to me today, his voice today, a living thing in my heart, a living thing on my lips. And the word without, if you're not in fellowship with him, if if it's not a heart, if it's not a spirit thing, you can read it as words on the page and there's no power in it. But listen, if you're in fellowship with him, if you live outside of the reason realm, if you're not in your thinking, but you're in the spirit, his word can make your ministry limitless. His word is the mind and the will of the Father. It shows the way to the Father. But again, you shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The word of God is the bread of heaven. It is our life. It is what we have to eat. It's our manna. When's the word going to become a reality in your life? Job had no written word. He had a word that was spoken by angels. But you know what? The word became, when, when Job looked at God, when he looked at God's word and trusted in God's word, it became a reality in his daily life. You've got the written word of God. Printed in so many different forms, you can carry it in your back pocket. And how little we appreciate the value of his message. Listen, Psalms 107 verse 20 says, He sent forth his word and healed them. The living word says that that Jesus is the word made flesh that was sent. Mark sixteen nineteen through 20 says, Jesus, after he had spoken to them, was received up into heaven. He sat down at the right hand of God. They went forth, talking about the disciples, the apostles, they went forth and preached everywhere. The Lord worked with them, confirming the word by the signs that followed. Okay, notice that the Lord was working with them. When they preached the word, the Lord was at work with them. And if you would begin to preach the word, if you would begin to declare the word of God, if you would begin to speak the word of God into your circumstances, into your situation, into and around the people in your life, 
And it'll work for you. It'll work for you. It'll work with the word. The written word, the spoken word, it doesn't matter. Just get it in your mouth. Praise God. Get the word of God in your mouth. It's very important. Get the word of God in your mouth. You need to know. Just know how it is. Get the reality of the word of God impressed on your heart. The Spirit of God is not only in the Word, but He breathes the very life through it. As the Word of God's unfolded, it's the Spirit of God that brings the life. He says, I'm sure it's very gathered, I'm in your midst. In the Word, He's in our midst. He's a living God. He's in our midst. Jesus said, if you, come, if you love me, the Father and I will come make our home with you. They'll abide with you. God says He inhabits the praises of His people. You can only realize whenever you open up this Bible, whenever you open up your mouth, whenever you begin to open up your heart, it's a living God. A living spirit that's being implanted in the hearts of men. It's a living word that's being implanted in the hearts of men. The word of God is a living message of a loving Father. God is a faith God. We have to have a, a word of faith. We have to have a heart of faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Now, I'm not a big faith message guy or a big faith preacher, although I do believe in faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please him. The only way God's pleasured is when you believe what he says. And the thing that displeases them, the thing that hurts them the most is when you when you don't believe them, you don't trust them. When you don't take them at his word, when you doubt them, when you ignore them, when you when you call them a liar, God always used words to do things. Bible says faith. The worlds were framed by the word of God. You can't separate a man from his words. You can't separate God from his words. God says, I exalt my word above myself. He says, by myself have I sworn Genesis 
the Holy Spirit. We're just drinking of the Spirit of God. Listen, if you need prayer, go to the phone, 619-638-8458. We're just letting the Holy Spirit speak tonight. We're just, there's no agenda. I'm just sharing the word, sharing my heart. See what God has for us. If you want to send a prayer request, prayerinternational at gmail.com. Of course, you can go to our website, www.prayerinternational.org. God is moving by His Spirit. He is touching men and women, touching the nation. Of course, you can go into our chat room. We'll have some information posted. And if you'll just sit tight and worship with us, we'll be back into the Word.
All right, well, praise God, we're back. This is Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog, and I'm your host for the last half hour, or actually probably a little less uh, than half an hour for our show, about 20 minutes. And so we've been talking about the Word of God. We've been talking about getting the Word of God in our mouths and declaring and confessing the Word of God. And, you know, that's part of prayer. And we said the prayer is not necessarily something that we do, but, you know, it's someone we're with. And, of course, when we're with Jesus, when we're with the Holy Spirit, when we're praying with and to the Father, there are certain things we could do in the process of prayer. So, praise God. One of those things is just to answer God's calling, you know, God's calling for his people to meet with each other and begin to pray among the nations. You know, he's putting a desire and a yearning in the hearts of his people. He makes his people more like Jesus, not to leave them as they are. You know, he's putting that in his people. You know, he's putting it in his Lord, make us more like you, make us more like Jesus. Don't leave us as we are, Lord. Praying and realize God is going to heal families. He's going to heal lands. And the peoples of the earth will be covered with the laughter and the glory. The glory and the presence of God. And they'll be able to laugh right in the face of darkness. Listen, when the when the Spirit of God sits and on the inside, it does not matter what's going on. The Bible says the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. And God said, look, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear hear from heaven, I will forgive their sin, and I will heal their land, Second Chronicles 7.14. Listen, it's time to seek the Lord. It's time to pray for great things. It's time to cry out, he says, when you're in the desperate need, when you're in times of trouble, he's an ever-present help. If we begin to stretch out our hands and stretch out our hearts and hope for what God has purposed and what God has promised, he will help us. He will lead us to pray. He will give us confidence. He will lead us with clarity for the urgent needs of our families, of our cities, of our nations. And we need to get ready to encounter God. We're to seek God and to pray with sincerity. I mean, as if you're answering a summons from God, come on, seek the living God. Repentance is a gift. Ask the Lord to grant us times of turning our hearts, grant us the time of repentance, grant us so we can turn from darkness and we can walk in the light. We can break out of our bondage and break out of our routine. It may take some fasting. It may take corporate prayer. It may take connecting with other people. But come on, it's time. We have to get ready to meet with God. Get ready to meet with the living God. Let's pray globally. Let's gather locally. Let's pray globally. Let's gather 
over the radio. Let's gather over the Internet. Let's gather in our churches, in our homes, in our small groups, wherever we can. Let's pray globally. Form prayer chains 24 hours a day. Get together for an hour or two. Get some focused prayer meeting. Maybe the Holy Spirit's going to lead you in some new ways, some fresh new ways to pray with your family or pray with your friends. Maybe he's going to show you something that children can start praying. Young adults can be praying in the night season, not watches, around the clock. Praying in nonstop prayer meetings, 24 hour prayer meetings, with all that energy and all that zeal. Children can be used to get the families going. Must begin to pray. Jesus said, Hey, pray to get our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And we must learn to come to him as our Father. We must learn to cry out to him as our Father. We must learn to hallow his name and sanctify him and set him apart. Put him above every other thing in our lives. God is pouring out his spirit. Pouring out his spirit. Begin to correct your focus with worship. Pray the Lord's Prayer. Hallowed be thy name. Worship the Lord. the beauty of his holiness. Begin to ask God for revival. Ask God to revive you and unite his people in prayer. Let us be like a family before him. Begin to go, our Father which art in heaven, we're your family, we're your children. Unite us, Lord. Begin to pray for wayward Christians to come back to God. Those that are prodigal sons, prodigal daughters that are that are wayward and in a way. Pray that they repent, they would turn back and return to God as their father, that they would learn to obey and trust the living God. Begin to pray and ask God for fresh movements of prayer, that people could seek the throne of grace with persistence and a freshness and a newness. Prepare to encounter God as his people. Present yourself to God as his servant, as his child. The blood of Jesus has been shed for you so you can come to him. Understand what it means to serve the living God, what it means to serve each other, what it means to serve even your enemies. Pray for families. Pray for churches. Pray that we become one people of all nations, the people of God. If my people, if my people, if my people. We must humble ourselves and pray. We must turn from our wicked ways and seek his face. We must begin to cry out to heaven, then we will hear from heaven. He will heal our land.
right, praise God. Well, go to the phone, 619-638-8458. This Prayer International Radio. Of course, we've got some people in and out of the chat room tonight. We're just soaking and waiting on the Lord tonight. It's just a different spirit, different anointing tonight. God is stirring our hearts. We're just stirring Encouraging people to begin to pray the Lord's Prayer, begin to gather, begin to call out to the nation, begin to call out to the nation of Japan, for Israel, for Jerusalem, for America. Listen, we must begin to pray. We must begin to call out to our Heavenly Father. We must begin to call out and declare and proclaim His kingdom come and His will be done. His kingdom come and His will be done. Look. There's got to be a shifting that takes place. There's got to be an aligning with our hearts and His. There's got to be aligning with our families and His. There's got to be aligning with our what's going on in the natural realm. There's got to be an alignment with what's going on in the supernatural realm. Praise God. Well, God is so good.
Praise God, we're back. So it's another edition of Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog. We're just allowing the Holy Spirit to minister to us tonight through the worship and through the prayer. Whatever word comes forth tonight, I'm just asking God to fill my mouth. You know, we never really, honestly, Sean will tell you, besides prayer, besides praying and just having a, you know, just some type of consistent time in the Word. Um, His time and my time, obviously, we have different uh, flows, different rhythms in prayer and in the Word. We don't really prepare, you know. We, our preparation is just being with Jesus. Our preparation is being in the Word and being in prayer. But as far as having a message prepared or really knowing what we're going to talk about or where we're going to even go, we never discuss that with one another. Uh, we just kind of open our mouths and let it rip. You know, Jesus said, don't worry about what you're going to say or do when you're brought before the council, when you're brought before the chiefs in the synagogues, when you're standing before men, don't worry about what you're going to say or what you're going to do because the Holy Spirit will put the words in your mouth. And we need to understand that we're in a, a season of the Spirit. You know, we're in an age of the Spirit, and God wants us to be led by the Holy Ghost. You know, a couple of things I just want to point out in your relationship with God. I want to encourage you to do one thing. Develop a daily prayer life. Develop some type of daily prayer life, whatever it is, and just get to know God. Get to know God, whoever you are, whether you're a leader, a minister, just a Christian, just a new believer, somebody trying to really seek out your spiritual walk. Develop a daily prayer life. Begin to pray daily. Jesus said this, when you pray, go into a secret place. Go into your closet. Shut the door. And your Father, which is in secret, which sees you praying in secret, will reward you openly. Well, when you pray, don't use vain repetitions as a heathen do, because they think they're going to be heard by their much speaking. And so it's not about everything you can say to pray, but it's about praying from your heart. It's about being genuine and getting to know your father. He said, ask and it shall be given. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asks, receives. Everyone that finds, Everyone that seeks finds, and everyone that knocks, it shall be open. Well, man, is it there of you? If you ask for bread, will you give him a stone? Matthew 7, 7 9. And all things whatsoever you shall ask in prayer, believe you shall receive. Matthew 21, 22. Watch and pray that you enter not into temptation. The spirit is indeed willing, but the flesh is weak. In the morning, rising up a great while before day, he went out and he departed into a solitary place, and there he prayed. Mark 135, listen, why am I sharing all these scriptures on prayer? Whatever things you desire, pray, believe you receive them, and you shall have them. We talked about that earlier. Bless them to curse you. Pray for those that despitefully use you. Have a right attitude. Have an attitude of gratitude, an attitude of forgiveness. Keep the right attitude towards people. It'll, It'll cause your prayers to become effective. Develop a daily prayer life. Spirit helps with our infirmities. When we don't know what to pray as we ought, the Spirit makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Romans 8, 26. Elijah was a man like like passions, and when he prayed earnestly that it might not rain, it did not rain in the earth for a space of three years and six months. 
James 5.11. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. The book of Jude, verse 20, build yourself up in the most holy faith by praying in the Holy Spirit. Why am I saying all this? Develop a daily prayer life. Develop a daily rhythm with God. Very important. Number two, develop a daily daily Bible reading habit. Joshua 1 8 says, The book of Elisha shall not depart out of your mouth, but if you meditate day and night and observe to do all according to that's written in it, you shall make your way prosperous and you shall have good success. Psalm 1 2 says, But his delight is in the law of the Lord. On his law does he meditate day and night. Psalm 19 7 says, The law of the Lord is perfect. It converts the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure. It makes wise the simple. 119.11 The psalmist said, I've hid your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Jesus said, If you hear these things and do it, you're like the man who builds his house on a rock. Most of these scriptures I shared earlier, hey, you search the scriptures. You think of them, they have eternal life, but they testify of me. Continue in the word of God. Study to show yourself approved. All scriptures given for inspiration. Profitable for doctrine, reproof, correction, instruction, and righteousness. Develop a daily Bible reading habit. Develop a right attitude towards praise and worship. Number three, develop a right attitude towards praise and worship. Tomorrow we're going to talk about developing an attitude towards praise and worship and developing hourly obedience. Come on. These are just things we need to know. Just things we need to know. You need to learn how to hear the Lord on a daily basis, on an hourly basis. Get to know the voice of your Father. My sheep hear my voice. Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. And the voice of the stranger, they won't follow. Listen, you need to develop hourly obedience to the Word of God. Learn to listen to His voice. Learn to cultivate an atmosphere of peace cultivate a stillness on the inside where you can be still and know that he is God. So this is Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog, and I'm your host for this evening. You can give us a call at 619-638-8458 if you have any prayer requests or comments, concerns. You can also go to our website at www.prayerinternational.org. Of course, we have an email address, prayerinternational at gmail.com if you want to send your prayer request in that way, questions, comments, concerns, whatever you have. We're here for you. If you want to be a spiritual family, we want to reach out to you. And, you know, if you have a church, we want to encourage you to get plugged into a local church, a local body, get submitted to a pastor, a man or woman of God that can help nurture you and the things of God meant for you. But more than anything, develop a daily prayer life, develop a daily Bible reading habit, get in the Word of God, begin to develop an attitude, a right attitude towards praise and worship, begin to worship God and get His presence, learn to get in His glory, learn to experience Him in a real tangible way, and of course cultivate a, a peace in your life so you can hear the voice of God, and we'll get into that tomorrow, you know, these are just things that we try to do daily in our own life, so look, this is Prayer International. We're going to be back with you tomorrow. We're going to be praying for you for the rest of the night. We just bless you tonight in Jesus' name.